When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Celtics Reddit podcast. Ben Ballas here, or as I go by on Reddit, Brutal Gash. Thank you for joining us. Hope you're doing well. We've got Jackson here with us as well, aka Rickman Lives. Jackson, how's it going, man? I'm um, great, man. I'm great. Not as good as you, though. For all the uh, for all the listeners out there, our um, our amazing producer host uh, Ben Vallis is uh, is now a father. So, yay! hey, thanks very much. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations, Congratulations, uh, my man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm on. Practically no sleep, but um, I'm just vibing off all the energies, uh, not only from obviously being a father to a beautiful daughter, but um, the Celtics being back. Coinciding in our, nicely, in isn't lives. it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah she, was, she was early, <laughs> man. Gifts. She wanted to, uh, to get out in time to see the scrimmage game. So she's a diehard fan like myself, yeah. obviously. The regular she was, season wasn't she's, enough. <laughs> she's never known anything other than Afro Tatum too. That's right. Born That's in the right. era. What a time to be alive. <laughs> which we'll get to. Which we will get to, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, look, we've got multiple Celtics games to discuss, if you can believe it. And a little later, we're going to get to the Celtics Reddit recap as well. But as far as the scrimmage games are concerned, I kind of want to focus on yesterday's Geno win against the Suns for obvious reasons. We won yeah, that game and didn't look more. like total shit. Um, <laughs> not an easy first half against their starters, Jackson, and still um, plenty of rust throughout the entire rust uh, from the Celtics perspective um let's start broad yeah so jackson your, your overall impressions from these first two scrimmages uh okay so rusty as hell um <laughs> and susceptible to a, a dominant big man performance uh so that was quite alarming um but you know it's a scrimmage so you have to treat it as such um and then an obvious improvement into uh, into um the phoenix game uh wasn't entirely convinced by our starting unit but um our um our second unit uh rather uh, namely guys like uh Tremont waters uh romeo langford uh hell even vincent Poirier, i thought had um didn't look too bad either and um so that was encouraging too but again a scrimmage so um, I'm not overly convinced either way but um, I think seeing the progress in like even the space of a few days is is encouraging to me what do you think definitely I think uh, we can all agree the OKC game was a bit disappointing like there was so much hype and build up uh, even just emotionally from the fan perspective to finally see our guys take the court again. And, and it was a bit of a bed shitting from the Celtics. They just didn't... 100%. I mean, everyone's going to look rusty, but they unfortunately looked rustier than Chris Paul and and the, the Thunder there. Stephen Adams, so, namely. Yeah, yeah, who looked like Kareem, uh, which I think we'll get to a little bit later just as far as how the, the dominant bigs um, ha- have been just that, just dominating us in these, mm. these past couple of games. But um, it was really nice to see against the yesterday just that improvement really end to end like even guys like Carson Edwards and stuff who you really expect nothing from looked a lot better mm. um Jalen Brown though so let's let's start with him user go ducks 10 wrote on the post game thread really love the way Jalen is playing in the bubble rest of the starters played much better than the last game obviously and and nice to see Kemba 
back out there. But Jalen Brown, definitely leading the way in terms of just dudes being in shape. Uh, A really efficient 21 points against the Suns and scoring in a variety of ways. Perfect from the free throw line as well. Um, Shout out to Joe, who's not with us tonight, but I know he (laughs) would be tickled pink by that that stat alone. Um, Jalen, though, like honestly... um, kind of reminiscent of early in the season where he came out strong and it looked like maybe he'd be the all-star instead of Tatum. He just looks confident and decisive um, and he is scoring efficiently and at will, it seems. Yeah, Jalen Bubble Brown. Tell you <laughs> Bubble <what>. MVP. <laughs> so from what we've seen so far, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, you can't complain about 21 points, you know, um, 50% from three, seven from 13 overall. Um, yeah, fantastic performance. Good, like assured sort of leaders performance, uh, I thought. Um, uh, but if we're talking about like leaders and stuff, you know, I'm still I'm still struggling to go past Marcus Smart because I think particularly in the um, in the Phoenix game, he had his moments in, in, in OKC as well. But I thought particularly the Phoenix game, he, he looked really sharp in, at moments as well too. Yeah, absolutely. And Brad Stevens, who, by the way, is the only person who I think can pull off the Kelly Green polo shirt and khaki slacks look yeah. effectively. <laughs> no one else can do it. Only Brad. Brad Brad commented after the, the OKC loss that it was um, amazing to to watch how Chris Paul controlled the game vocally. And I think maybe Marcus Smart made a concerted effort to to do that against Phoenix. And you can kind of mm. hear it. It's one of the benefits of of watching this bubble format is you could hear Marcus Smart talking both on the bench and on the court um, his way through that game. And he was much louder than anyone else on the court. And it really showed, um, really impressed by Marcus Smart as well. Like there wasn't a lot of talk of him on Twitter or in the post-game thread, but he just looks like way more polished as a like a pure point guard. I was kind of getting like Dennis Johnson vibes from him just in terms yeah. of his um, ability to, to run the offense there. Yeah, maybe Marcus Smart's like like ultimate sort of form is when he kind of goes unnoticed. Like he's just doing all yeah. the, the 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 total like badass leadership stuff. Like like also like great defense and whatnot. But like you always feel like those games where he's like just hot from three and normally like <laughs> like nail biting like really oh god things. But when he's like you know not as 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 evident and there's like other guys shining around him, you know he's doing like his job like just like going about it under the radar and performing really well. So there might be something to that too. But um yeah, I, I think he'd definitely be taking um cues from um guys like Chris Paul and whatnot. And uh, and we can too now that we can hear um you know this crowdless bubble um and you're getting all this some um, extra um chatter from the players it's something you've never experienced uh in, in in basketball before like at least at the nba's level so um yeah i'm loving that as well no it's insane and uh i think like mike and, and scal have done a really good job of um talking over that and sort of allowing a combination of like what we're used to from them and like some of those backing yeah. td garden arena sounds but also them just like acknowledging the difference uh, of this format and uh, and just kind of going with it so i think they've they've handled that really well yeah and another thing i noticed that's sort of subtle that it's not um uh, celtics announcer guy doing the um the, the, like jalen brown like it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. just some random Dude. It's so like it's 2K, like a t- 2K announcer yeah, guy. Like precisely, yeah. Generic so announcer possible. <laughs> just, yeah, just neutral field. So, um, yeah, I guess yeah. that's what you got to go with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, props to, to Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart there. I think um, they're probably leading the way over the, the past two games of just in terms of impressive Celtics and, and guys who have held their form. Also, mm. interesting on Marcus Smart, he was one of the, the handful of NBA players who, um, who did, like, 
get coronavirus, get COVID nineteen. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, he did too. And 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 Rubio as well, who we saw today, and Russell Westbrook, and like all three of those guys have looked really good so far. So like promising <laughs> signs from like a global health standpoint that like you can pull through. <laughs> wouldn't that you're be, an elite athlete? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be controversial? It actually like improves you as a basketball player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly all these guys this, are like this bizarre effect of COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. If you survive it and you happen to be like decent already, it just elevates your game. So all right shit well i guess that means go bear's gonna be like you know like <laughs> like, like 10 times the defensive player he once was but yeah. uh yeah, we shall see. yeah buy some shares in our uh, postmates because if that's the case all these guys are suddenly getting a, a surplus of delivery food just trying to oh. trying to get that floridian lebron, uh, LeBron will inject it into himself and then it'll just be like decepticon or something <laughs> amazing post-covid lebron it's like his fifth career peak oh my god yeah his, his beard goes all dark again the grays rescind <laughs> he's like wearing a, a ventilator like bane yeah. it's, it's just coming at them um, oh shit we should talk about jason tatum user ezank 91 writes i know he made a few shots but jason tatum is still very rusty agreed uh i'm mm. not worried he says but i will if he looks like that in five games and then user siakam is overrated at a, his drives to the rim look like they did last season and early this season uh thoughts on tatum so far jackson yeah, um, my my biggest concern, um, probably going to the bubble, like all like worst case scenario aside, like injuries and stuff, was just Tatum would lose his mojo. He mm-hmm. would just kind of not be what he was, and it would be unrealistic to expect him to, you know, continue that month he had prior to lockdown um, uh, to continue. Um, so we had to expect a regression in some form, but yeah, look, I think we still have to just put it down to, to the scrimmage in some respects. I think the rusty, you look almost not necessarily the better, but like, you'd rather it happen now than happened, you know, certainly against, you know, the bucks on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if, if it takes just this game and maybe even the next game, I think against the Rockets, is it? Yeah, to look to to look to look a little bit rusty but again same as i said earlier before if i can just see that little improvement or that uptick like if he can get if he can have a game closer to what jalen had today like i mean that would be great obviously but i think if he can get closer to that not looking as um looking more like himself more like his pre-lockdown self then that would be outstanding yeah, well, it's interesting to, like, to make the comparison between Tatum and Brown. Scal made a, an interesting point on the on the call today, or yesterday rather, um, that high skill-based players often take longer to get back into form. And, mm. and while Tatum, he might be the most visibly rusty player, he, he actually did have some really nice stretches against the Suns, particularly late in the first and early in the second, where like just for a moment there, he kind of resumed that like February form. And he had like a couple of these sidestep threes and like some of these sort of, uh, I think he came off a, a tie screen and pulled up for a, for a three as well there. Yeah. And, and just kind of like we saw that familiar Tatum that we all fell in love with earlier this year. So it is coming back. He did appear to sort of find what he was looking for there. But yeah, to Scal's point, because um, there's so much more finesse to his game as opposed to being, I guess, more of a power player like Smart and, and Jalen Brown, it, it might take him a little bit longer um, and you know, for that, we can be thankful for these scrimmage games, I suppose. I completely agree with that too. But another thing that should be considered is also the hair. Um, <laughs> yeah, huge, huge. Do point. we rem- how we, we remember bringing this up now? Do you remember like? Do you remember like 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 long long time ago when uh, Kyrie Irving had the afro and he was terrible? Yes, and the then, Hendrix. And then he sh- and then, yeah, and then he shaved it off, and all of a sudden he was like he was it was Kyrie again. Mm. Well, I think if we get about a, a significant. Um, uh, stretch of form from Tatum that is um, 
well below average, then I think I think Clipper off, and I think he'll be okay again. Hopefully not, because yeah. I don't mind the look. I know Joe that said Joe be- said in the chat he he dug the look, and I mean I'm starting to grow with it too compared to what it looked like fucking earlier, fully lit. So um, yeah, let's let's hope it stays. <laughs> <laughs> I hope fully lit Tatum stays, but um, it could be a problem. Like, how quickly can we get a barber to his his room in uh, Shit, in Disney yeah, World? There, if if needed, like, can there have can to be a bubble barber? Langford just will have to yeah, be a bubble can, can barber. Can Langford or, or one of the rookies just like pop over with with some uh, some shavers, some clippers, and just uh, and shave him down and give yeah. him a nice fade? Or I bet LeBron's I got his own. <laughs> I bet LeBron's got his own barber entourage. That's come. That, that, that's that's entered the bubble with him, perhaps. Um, so maybe you can get his guys. But uh, we're all in the same hotel, you know. So, um, but no, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure if, he, if it's if it's an emergency and they need to get them in, yeah, they'll just they'll just do it themselves. And he can come out with a little bit of a hack job. There might be little patches here and there. It might look like shit. But if hey, if he starts dropping like forty again, then give me patchy Tatum. <laughs> yeah, or uh, Hair Gordon, the 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 master of the NBA haircut. Gordon Hayward pop, yep. pop around with his uh, I'm sure what he brought with him is like some sort of expert barber like fold out kit of all kinds of razors and different sure. lengths and things like that so for sure anyway I think that's uh, that's enough <laughs> <laughs> air talk for one podcast um, sticking with Gordon Hayward though user from lurker to poster wrote Hayward gets the game ball I, I think I agree with this one 17 mm. points on 6 of 10 shooting Three of five from deep, six boards, three assists with only one turnover. Daddy's always happy. And more importantly, Boston gets the win. Uh, yeah, mm. Hayward, I, I talked about Jalen reminding us of his early season form. Hayward, uh, at least after maybe halfway through the first quarter against the Suns, reminded me of that that pre-Spurs game handbreak. Uh, Hayward, yeah. he just kind of, he had that confidence. He was zipping around the court a lot more quickly and seemed to be um, like more... Uh, content with his third option role and, and sort of playing in his lane, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He also had like one of the lone like defensive highlights in the paint for us too. Like he blocked a shot early on, totally. um, and yeah. that was like the only <laughs> thing that happened in there for the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, no, 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 fantastic to see him back. Um, alarming that we are, we know we are going to lose him at some stage if we go on a deep run here because he's going to leave for his um for his son to be born, and we can't yeah. begrudge him that. But uh, wouldn't that just be? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be extra annoying if he just all of a sudden becomes like just fantastic again? It's like, oh no, Robin's in labor. Oh, see you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's like, all right, all right, dude. <laughs> that's in play. That's totally in yeah. play. There's, there's no like, it, it's completely reasonable that given all the rest and the added time since that initial horrific injury, that like, why, why wouldn't he now be the best that he's ever been in a Celtics mm. uniform? And why wouldn't that be absolutely devastating for us as fans for him to like yeah. obviously have to go, you know? For a very good reason. You would understand that more than anyone now, too. You'd Absolutely. Like, well, of course he's going 100%. to do that. 100%. Right? Yeah. yeah, I had to leave my very important... No, what, I've got, I can't follow that up. I have nothing yeah. else going on. <laughs> but, <laughs> what, your meeting or something? Yeah, it's like, like what, what was I going to say there? Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he is going to have to flee the bubble at some point. And um, it's early days. These are scrimmages. But he is looking very, very good. The porno stash uh, is, in my opinion, his best look yet. Um, and he's got the game to boot. So, you know, um, that's that's potentially going to be a a bit of a rough patch uh, deep in the playoffs if we make it that far. Yeah, he needs needs another form. I think we're going to come up with like bubble aliases for all of our guys too. I think Bubble Hayward, you know, with like the the porno stash and like the fucking disheveled like sort of look slightly. Um, Yeah, if he he turns up, I'm going to (laughs) be, I'm going to be stoked and I'm going to be equally devastated when he leaves too. But, uh, you know, I'd rather have that and face that bridge later on than, um, yeah, him uh, 
him disappointing again, sadly. Totally, yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, it's, it's good to see from from Hayward, who's obviously had a, a, a rocky Celtics career thus far. Before we move on, I, I do have to circle back on Tatum. I think we'll get killed on Twitter if we don't mention his defense and his playmaking. Uh, like, his shooting has not been great other than those few stretches that we mentioned. But even, like, within the first 30 seconds of the OKC game, like, he, he made a really good backdoor cut pass to to Hayward um, and that passing particularly out of like double teams and traps and things like that because um, like he has been the focal point of, of both the OKC and the, the Phoenix defense uh, but he's been passing out of those those traps and those double teams so so well and mm. the shot's going to come um, which is just going to add an extra element of danger to his game but it's it's awesome to see that despite the rust that is one part of his game that is um, is like still flowing nicely so, yeah well, I had to bring well, that up well, that was like the one thing we were saying, like when he was like going like in supernova. It's like, man, if he just develops like a passing game, being able to get his way out of like um, double teams and whatnot, then that's just going to be the next step. And um, maybe that was what he was prioritizing, you know, uh, throughout training in the bubble as well as like fitness yeah. and whatnot. You know, it's like the shot, you know, I know that will come. I can get into the rhythm of that sweet. So let's work on something else. Maybe that's something there. So yeah, look, if, if he can if he can maintain that or like continue to improve on that and get his shot back, then yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're good, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad Stevens, Zoom call. Hey, uh, JT. Let's let's put on our polo shirts and our uh, and our khaki slacks and let's watch some film and, and teach you how to to pass yeah. out of these double teams and uh, yeah. you know they've clearly done a lot of that and it's clearly working really well for Tatum so well, it's I guess, really good to see. Well, I guess you didn't need a hoop during lockdown either. You can just like pass like just try and like pass the ball like through like your doorway and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> potentially could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what else we got here? So uh, back to Reddit user Siakam is overrated. Um, I wanted to say sticking with the elite players, but no, we're talking about Brad Wanamaker here. He had nine oh, points, four, <laughs> nine points, four boards, four assists, a steal, and just one turnover. Got to the line, says Siakam is overrated. Hit a catch and shoot three. That's about as well as you can hope from a backup slash third string guard. Yet he still gets so much unwarranted hate on this sub ad on Twitter. Why? Why, Jackson? Why is that the case? Yeah, I think everyone wants like the, the backup guard to be like, you know, of Red Van Vliet sort of just yeah. production, production wise and stuff. And I mean, Smart is like that, but it's a different thing altogether, Marcus Smart. So no, I think I think people just want something a bit more dynamic and he's not dynamic. He's, he's a fundamental sort of guy. I think he'd be good, good on the Spurs. Um, and yeah, no, so he just does a job for us. And I mean, shit, if, that, if that's the stat line that he's going to give you like every night and the effort that he does, like particularly in that in that second unit, which we touched on, look, looked all right. Um, then yeah, we're, I, I'll be quite content with him. But yeah, it's going to be in a situation where if Kemba goes down um, and we've got another scoring option that's depleted and Brad Wanamaker's in there like, you know, in key minutes uh, more than usual and he can't, you know, go beyond nine points or thereabouts, that's when the hate comes from. But it's unfair of it to expect him of him. So look, I, I'm, I'm very satisfied with his effort. I have been all season, even if, you know in those moments he does let you down slightly but you know happens. yeah i think it's similar to to marcus smart how you mentioned like if you if you don't notice the things we hate about them like in smart's case the poor decision making that goes along with all the the good stuff that we like mm. it's the yeah. same with brad wanamaker like if he just comes in and sort of keeps things ticking and he does stand out with that second unit because it's so rookie based with like grant williams uh, and you know, at, at Tremont Waters and and, and Langford and and whatnot, uh, he yeah. does stand out as like kind of having his head about him and and being like pretty good at what he does, like quite a, a fundamentally sound player. And mm. and so far in these scrimmages, he's seemed kind of pretty relaxed, and he seems like more of a member of the of the starters team, so to speak, in terms of being in that class mm. of player than he does with the second unit. So I think in that sense, he's been kind of promising. Yeah, but. 
And he picked up a t- and sorry, I was completely off topic, but he, like he also picked up a T for taunting Joel Embiid. So yeah. like, that's <laughs> what do you want? That's sweet. Yeah, a lovable guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, look, we're going to have to rely on him, uh, particularly deeper in the playoffs when Gordon does have to 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 duck out for a little bit there for the birth of his child. So. Um, if there was ever a time where I wanted to learn to love Brad Wanamaker, now is the time. I think we should all get on board with that and, and open our, our minds and our hearts to him because at some point we're going to re- yeah. be relying on him more than maybe we would have hoped earlier in the year. So promising signs, but um, we'll see where that goes. Um, that That's it as far as like comments we had from the post-game thread on, on notable performances. But obviously there are, you know, several other players in the team uh jackson is there anyone else who kind of stood out to you we, we talked about marcus smart like what about like guys like romeo and, and Tremont waters and, and stuff like that yeah both of those dudes i mean i'll quick mention to carson edwards who comes in and you know hits a hits a three and a few baskets you know it's, it's kind of yeah. rare but then again this is technically sort of preseason, so we are in his in his realm Sorry, man. But, <laughs> this um, is wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, nah, Tremont Waters looked fantastic. I thought, I, yeah, Tremont, I will say, I'll go with Tremont. I'm going to name more. But um, yeah, no, nah, just the way he ca- it was coming in and hitting some um, some sweet little passes and scoring and stuff in the, um, you know, when up against, you know, the uh, the um, the deeper end of Phoenix's bench, like the, the, the golfing class was like quite noticeable at that stage. Um, and I think that <laughs> that speaks to the, you know, the, the G League. Was it, it was the G League MVP, right? Or was it Rookie of the Year? I think it was the rookie of the year, but it was, was the rookie of the year. Yeah, he was like runner-up, or he was pretty close to MVP as well. I think. Yeah, maybe. sorry, I got him. Yeah, there. so basically, who, who gives a shit? He's the MVP of the G League. I'm gonna yeah, roll with that. He's so. our MVP in our hearts. <laughs> yeah, and, minds. and he and he came in and actually like had like some of that swagger that you would expect from like anyone that you would classify as an MVP of whatever league. So um, yeah, now definitely Tremont Waters for for me. Yeah, it was good to see Tremont Waters getting a bit of love on the RNBA like NBA subreddit as well. In the post game thread, there were people without Celtics. Um, flair like talking about how awesome he is and how he's definitely got some sort of career in the nba like the general consensus is that's not as a starting anything but no. like a- as a guy you know first second third off the bench defined role in that sense um and, and john corrales was actually talking about on his pod yesterday he's gonna actually have a tough decision Tremont Waters, as far as does he take that role that sort of um, obviously not minimum contract but like you know sub 10 million per year contract in the NBA or does he go over to Turkey a la Shane Larkin make a bit more mm. money and maybe have a bit more of a prominent career albeit overseas if, if there's is there a way for us to like loan him out to a, a European team or is that not, <laughs> not possible because that's what I would I would in love football, him to go yeah. out yeah 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 no I'm getting my, my wires crossed obviously but yeah just somewhere if he could go out and get like first team experience in like a lesser league like like shit come to the NBL I mean, we've got way less coronavirus here, so that's a start. I mean, well, not for much longer. We'll see. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, no. If he could just have some like extra like playing time and whatnot, like I mean, a little step up from the G League. Like, yeah, we're yeah. just how we're talking about Wanamaker. He's not like the dynamic guy. He's fantastic for what he does, but like you feel like Tremont can be that dynamic guy. I mean, so could Romeo, to be fair. But I'm feeling like like Tremont is like just has more elements to his game, and. Um, I think like almost like his size as well too kind of reminds everyone a little bit of Isaiah Thomas. So they're all like, everyone's kind of back going totally. after him, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Anyway. Yeah, speaking of, of small guards, we should probably talk a little bit about Kemba Walker, right? Because he did play like yeah, nine minutes today. And yeah. uh, we all know the, the knee situation, um, or at least we all know the information that's out there. I don't think anyone outside of the organization actually knows what's really going on, but mm. he looked pretty good in limited minutes. He, he did, like, um, like they mentioned the burst 
to begin with, and he had the burst. He blew by a couple of defenders and got to the rack. Um, he hit at least one three off a high screen, and those are kind of the two sort of offensively Kemba Walker um, like flagship moves that you, you mm. kind of hope to see. Obviously, you know nothing notable on defense, but it was good that he came out after so much time off, plus additional time off based on the injury. And, and did the sort of things that we were hoping to see from him. So that's that's promising going forward. But, you know, I'm a little concerned. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Quick shout out to Celtics Reddit user CelticsFan34 for bringing back the Banner 18 boogie, a.k.a. the bubble boogie. Um, that's obviously been missing from our lives along with everything else Celtics related for quite a while. And um, we saw a Celtics win today. And if that wasn't enough, we saw out of nowhere seemingly the banner 18 boogie as well so had to give a shout out there because um i was one of many who who lined up to 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 give our appreciation to to that reddit user for um for bringing that back into our lives i haven't watched it yet i'm as soon as we're off this i'm, I'm loading it up 100 <laughs> that so, shit. that's an offline oh, miss, video <laughs> oh yeah i missed that so bad yeah fantastic i'm glad it's back before we move on um Jackson, I just want, I guess, your overall thoughts on the bubble viewing experience. Like, I don't know if you've watched other non-Celtics scrimmage games so far, but, like, it is unprecedented. It is interesting, and I think you could at least begin by saying it's well-organized and well-put-together by the NBA. Mm. But, like, what are, your, what are your overall thoughts there? I've watched a few games, actually. I watched um, I watched um, uh, Lakers-Mavs. I watched um, uh, who did the Raptors play the other day. Was it the Rockets? Yeah, yeah, yeah they lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I watched a few games. And yeah, honestly, it doesn't feel like that much different to me. I think the most noticeable thing is there isn't like so many people just like packed so tightly around um around the court and that, yeah. that makes it feel a little bit more open. It gives it more of maybe like an Olympics vibe as well too. Um but uh, no, no. I mean, as far as like the quality is concerned, as far as the viewing experience is concerned, it, it's close enough to the real thing to like for me to um, you know not really be noticing it. I think when it's going to come down to it is when in those really really tight games when there's like you know it's defense and it's just like you know yeah. really like the crowd is a factor. Um, so I think we'll we'll miss it at that stage. But for now, as far as the presentation is concerned and everyone you know associated with it, as far as the viewing experience is concerned, I'm I'm totally fine with it. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's like I guess not that I have any experience in this this facet of life, but it's um, it's like methadone, I guess, as opposed to the real thing, <laughs> you know. And like it'll do, sure, yeah. Um, like and and it sort of scratches the itch, so to speak. Um, but I, I don't, I'm not sure if over time we'll grow to love it or grow to hate it, particularly in like the playoffs and in those kind of heated moments, like you mentioned, Jackson, where the crowd is kind of everything and not just in the moment, but like years later when it's like, Oh, check out this amazing highlight from the 2020 postseason when, you know, um, Carson Edwards hit a series winning three. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's no crowd. It's just like, yay. That was I much rejoicing. I'll tell you what, I know what's going to happen. Someone who's like way more talented than me is going to, when, when these, these playoffs are all uh, said and done, they're going to like CGI in crowds, like during all these iconic moments and they're going like, to have them like react and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I can, I can see that happening now. <laughs> so it's like this, it's like this like updated, you know, crowd imposed um, highlights footage. <laughs> Um, yeah. because yeah yeah if, if it's a really epic like win like let's just say let's just dream for a second it is Banner 18 and it's like a Tatum buzzer beater in game 7 against the Lakers and it's just like just a bunch of guys running around with no crowd and whatnot. it's gonna be like be, be one of my wildest dreams but yeah you're right it's just gonna be like 
much that was in like just that was in the garden I, I, wish, I wish it was just like all these like lakers fans just like dying like it would just make it like just that much sweeter but i mean you know I mean, of course i would take that but um i guess we'll just yeah we won't really know until like it happens and like to, to, to really feel because yeah we'll have yeah. to just wait to see there's not even like an outside the arena crowd to cut to and, no. you know, like jurassic <laughs> park for the for the raptors like there's there's no one there's no crowds no one's congregating um, but like I know, um, friend of the show, Larbird33, very good with Adobe After Effects. Maybe he can he can whip something up. Yeah. But um, time will tell. Mate of mine is a baseball fan, and the the baseball season recently resumed. I haven't really been watching it. Um, I'm still very annoyed at the Red Sox for for trading Mookie Betts, and he just signed a 12 year deal at the Dodgers. I digress. Mm. Um, but he mentioned that you could pay something like 400 bucks to um, like appear behind the plate on a televised baseball game and like i wonder if they're gonna maybe make that a thing uh for the nba i guess like you you get like vetted somehow by the league and they like check you out and make sure that you're not like yeah. prone to exposing yourself on on live tv or something like someone that. someone will do it yeah someone <laughs> by someone i mean like lots of people but um joe probably yeah. joe but yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the one you least suspect um <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, that would be fantastic if they could impose something um, like that. Um, it, it's a shame that <laughs> to get on like a, a sci-fi level for a second. It's a shame that like VR isn't advanced enough yet, where they could like have like the the, the crowd filled with like people watching in VR, but as if you're like in a stadium, and then they could somehow like yeah. record that and create a, a viewer experience at least for like um, television. Um, I know that's like not going to happen, but like I, I think eventually <laughs> that would be possible to some degree, and this would be very handy to have it now. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot the point I was making. Sorry. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I, about- I totally understand the point. Like, there's there's yeah. platforms like that, like VR chat and things like that, where you can like enter a VR world with an avatar and like see people in that same world, and they see you based on how yeah. you wish to present yourself. Like the the technology kind of exists, but um, they just probably weren't able to fast track it, I suppose, for, you know, given the yeah. amount of time. Um, but if there was ever a time to innovate in this space, like now's the time to do it, probably will be another pandemic down the road. So um, we're going to need yeah. it. Going to need that's it in the, the future. That's the thing. I'm sure like all of these things, they're taking notes for when it has to happen again in the future. I think everyone's resigned to it happening again. So, you know, we might say the bubble bubble 2.0 in like, I don't know, like two years, three years or whatever. It's just like, you know, <laughs> Too soon. this time it's got <laughs> VR and shit. And everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> bubble's back. <laughs> no, no one will, everyone will be excited. <laughs> um, God, I can't even think of that. I cannot even think of that. Um, no, I, hope, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> I really hope not. <laughs> I did. I did have a note to talk about the the problem with the bigs, particularly like we kind of touched on Aiton and Stephen Adams and how Adams looked like Kareem. Now we're kind of running out of time here. I, I suppose there's not really much to say other than like until we can start hitting our shots from outside and and negating the the bigs that our opposition have on the court. They're gonna mm. stay on the court and they're gonna continue to grab all the fucking rebounds, which sucks. Yeah. So. We'll also have we'll also have Daniel Tice playing more minutes and probably being like more like the defensive player he was at the start of the season too. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we've all, we've known this from day one. We have to go through Giannis. We most likely have to go through Embiid. So it's yeah, we we got us we got to sort that out. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, we're gonna take a very quick break and be back in a moment for the Reddit recap. All 
right, welcome back. This is the Reddit recap, and I've cherry picked just the one post today, and that's a would you rather post by user C Cole Seventeen. Sadly, downvoted for some reason. I don't know. I guess the the people of Celtics Reddit don't enjoy a spicy hypothetical. But Jackson, would you rather? And this is in the words of of C Cole Seventeen. Would you rather have the Celtics current roster or? a roster where Kemba Walker is <laughs> swapped with both R- Ricky Rubio and Miles Turner. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a funny one. Straight away, straight away, like instinct. Yeah, yeah, I'd do it. I would take I would take Rubio, completely serviceable point guard. And also you just get a second player, Miles Turner, who is, I think, com- would, would be great for us. Uh, so two for the price of one. Yeah, for sure. Doesn't mean I, I, I would be thrilled about it. Love Kemba, but um, I just think that makes sense to me. Yeah, well, Kemba's making, on average, 35.5 mil for the next three years at 30 years of age. Mm-hmm. Rubio's making 17 a year for the next two years. Turner, three years left on his contract and 17.5 mil per year. Uh, both of those guys are uh, younger than, than Kemba. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm probably going to attach to the idea of Kemba over the past year based on the the clear chemistry improvement. Like I've got him noted here as the chemistry king um, of the team. Uh, But then again, the chemistry was at such a low point given the whole Kyrie situation that like maybe that was going to turn around anyway. So how much of that can be attributed to Kemba? Maybe we we don't know. Um, The the contract situation and maybe the, the solving of the big man problem with Turner there, Rubio coming off the bench for the all COVID-19 contraction team um it's, <laughs> yeah, it's spicy i didn't consider that <laughs> post-covid rubio yeah yeah absolutely i, I think I would, i'd probably take it you know with all mm. respect to kemba and um the good relationship he has with the fans and the guys on the team um i just can't say no to that contract situation yeah yeah no it, it makes too much sense from a business um, perspective too and like as far as like the, the the chemistry thing is concerned i think you have to owe a lot of like the vibe that's coming out of this um camp uh to kemba and like from the team in general because he just seems like like one of the best people and mo- and like such a, a good professional too so like that cannot be understated enough but i think the best thing for chemistry is winning and i think rubio and miles turner together would probably likely contribute more to winning than kemba does by himself and the rest will take care of itself really yeah it's interesting um the the comment thread is isn't all that divided like most people are kind of like like i said it's been downvoted um ketamini triple six writes such a random hypothetical as much as i love kemba you got to do the swap right that defense would be disgusting and the offense would still be great whereas user fez john writes two above average role players or a star point guard i'm taking kemba pretty easily um I mean, Fez John, I've read your comments out on the pod before. I love your work, but probably not factoring in the Kemba knee issues there and the lack mm. of defense. Um, I think, like, even just looking at it from a plus-minus yeah. or PER standpoint, it's a it's a net positive to add Rubio and Turner to this team in in place of Kemba, especially you know considering he's only getting older, his knees are only getting yeah. worse. Um, yeah. yeah, you swap, you swap, you swap the age of the contract situation in, in any either of those around, and I'm going to probably stick with Kemba. But you know, you don't. It's all in one favor. So yeah, yeah. I reluct- reluctantly say that as a hypothetical. So I mean, Kemba's still here. It's no problem. Yeah, and it's only going to take one epic playoff moment for us to fall in love with Kemba and to get that irrational. You know, like we have with Marcus Smart or the Jays, where you're just like, I wouldn't trade them for yeah. anybody. Um, and hopefully that's that's coming up in our new future. We'll uh, we'll see. 
All right, that's going to do it. This has been awesome. We're back discussing actual, real Celtics games. And with that, you can expect more regular podcasts on our feed as well. Um, If you're into it, please let us know in the Reddit comments and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That would be very much appreciated. The plan at the moment, at least, is to be back on Saturday after that first game against the Bucks. Jackson, love your work, mate. It's Thanks an again. actual game coming up. A real, a real game. <laughs> against the box. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. It's going to be sick. Saturday morning, Australian time. Up straight away. 8.30 a.m. Cannot yeah, wait. Man. Yeah, man. All right, mate. Thanks for coming on. Until next time. Thank you. Go Celtics. Peace. Peace.